We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Live from New York City. No, I'm just playing. Welcome back to Get Your Popcorn Ready we Podcast. We in New York City. They don't know where we at. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all about the mind. Yeah, it's in your right mind. Here. It's in your mind. Right here. Yeah, I'm right your here. host, Hash, with my boy, T.O. Yeah, what it do, what it do. Get your popcorn ready, people. Yes. That's all you got? That's you came all with right all that got. energy, then you shut down? That's it. That's, that's horrible, though. I want to say you know, the energy for this guy right here. That's what I'm talking about. Because he has all the energy. You have all the he energy. He has big man energy. Yes. Even though from a little body. My man, <laughs> yeah. Guy Tory, is in the yeah. building, ladies what and up? gentlemen. Yeah. Yes, hey, we beep, got these beep, microphones beep. for you, but we knew you was coming in. <laughs> so you can stand up. You know what I mean? This is he is a stand-up comedian. I know, I know. Stand-up comedian, Guy Tory. They're right here for your height. But I mean, you know what? I'm tall and I'm standing above your little sister's back. Hey! Look, I don't have a little sister. Yeah. So I must be your aunt trying to act young. Uh-huh. That's what's, what's up. up? My guy, what's up, man? The show, man. I finally made it, man. I've been, wait, I've been waiting to get here, man. Well, you here now? What's yeah. up? We've been talking about this for, for a while. Y'all yeah. was like the first actually probably football players to start doing joints we like this. We were. Like well, I said, we... 2019. Yeah. Again, yeah. No, uh, no NFL guys were doing podcasts. We were like, yo, let's do this show. And mm-hmm. it's been going, like, shoot, going on four years now, man. Yeah, y'all always had chemistry, though. So that cool. was a, that was a given. It was easy. I, I and you always like got, both of y'all like talk shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm the good looking I, one. He's I, the ugly one. Yeah, That's what it is, I don't. Mean, I don't. I don't really talk. People think that I talk shit. You talk shit. Too. No, you, I you don't. Do. But if you think about it, everybody, any anything that you see highlight wise, mm-hmm. I'm not talking shit on the field or anything like. They just been on the sidelines. Yeah, if it's still, talk, still talking shit. No, yeah, but, right. Yeah. And I'm not even talking I, about football. I'm talking about just in general. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm about in general. general. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I do y'all that. You, you know what I mean? You yeah. got to represent. I ain't never been on the field with you. I've seen you on the field, but I don't know what you're <laughs> oh, doing on the field. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, we, I'm we, a different animal on the field. Oh, I'm, I know. A di- I'm a different person on the field. So you know, it's just like I know you when you're doing your stand up comedy. Y'all, y'all are the same, pretty much. Yeah, I'm, I'm an asshole. 20 y'all, y'all pretty much the same. Y'all pretty much the same. You don't waver, huh? I stopped drinking for a minute, right? And I and I was like, you know, I thought it was the alcohol make me say all that crazy shit. And mm-hmm. then I was like, I'm still saying the crazy shit. <laughs> like still I wake saying up the same thing. I can't blame it on alcohol. Right, right. You show okay. So how, tell us, like, for you to be a comedian, you know, how did you know and when did you know you were funny? And I know you, Joe is your bigger brother, right. older brother, older brother. Y'all about the same height, so I don't no, know. No, I'm an, I got, I'm an inch taller. Oh, you inch I'm inch, I got Joe Vi inch. I'm taller. <laughs> yeah. He's wider. I'm taller. Okay. okay. Hold okay. on to my inch. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> when you when you're 
Hey, hey, everybody can't be blessed. Uh, you know, I'm built like a whistle. I got big balls. I got a centimeter Peter. Uh, <laughs> man, I kill your whistle. Oh, we gonna do that <laughs> whistle. Hey, so when you have a personality that, like like you have, you and Joe, right. and both of you guys are in the same profession, mm. like it, it doesn't usually happen that way. Right. You understand, Very like much. it's. Football player, like athletes, you know, that brother, sister, whatever. Right, they, right, right, but comedians, both of you guys are funny. But and, it, it, and how did you know that you were funny? Well, first of all, it started out just that way. My older siblings, I did everything they did. My older mm-hmm. sister, Roberta, ran track. I ran track. She had track coach. My other brother, uh, the one I like, uh, Ramon, <laughs> 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 he, he drew, I drew. He uh-huh. played football. Joe played football. I played play football. So we all following each other's steps. And then did you was, play midget football? Yeah, I did. And, okay, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> and your stepfather <laughs> was the coach. Because <laughs> you don't know your real father. Uh, <laughs> you, know, uh, yeah, you, you better leave guy alone. I know, I know. You better I, leave I know, guy I ain't even touched the chin yet. I know. That's why you do that beard. I know. Chin, the head. Well, you see you that turn upside down. Yeah. You like a broke Will Smith, actually. Right I'm now. out. I quit. Um, I, I, I quit my own show. But no, but comedy, man, is funny because the whole family is funny. Like, my dad was funny, rest in right. peace. My mom was funny. My mom was freaky funny. She was a freak. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, one in the family, you know. But, but um, yeah, that's how I started. But Joe started doing stand-up officially first. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I was always like the class clown. And the campus clown, I'm like, well, let me try it. Then. I can see that. Right? Yeah. I can yeah. see that. I remember the first time uh, somebody asked me, when was the first time you remember making somebody laugh? Mm-hmm. And it, it had to be, man, when I was six or seven years old. We lived wow. in New York at the time. We had a, a great aunt who was like our nanny, and she would cook breakfast for us, right? Mm-hmm. She cooked uh, grits, bacon, and eggs, right? And, and, and I ate all my bacon and ate all my grits, and the, I didn't touch the grits. Mm-hmm. I made my bacon and my eggs. And the grits was still laying there like fresh falling snow, right? Mm-hmm. And she got, boy, you ate everything else. You ain't touched your grits. And I went, I'm touching it now. Start poking it. <laughs> Dude. And she reared back the backhand, I'm about to bro. Say, yeah. And then she burst out laughing. <laughs> and my siblings laughed. And that was a, you know, I, I think at seven years old, I just got the power of laughter. That's wow. Power comedy, great. man. That is, yeah, yeah. That is. You know, it's funny. Don't you wish you could go back and like watch that moment, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just some way, somehow. Yeah, my aunt Polly, man. She was, she was mean too. She was a mean ass old black lady, man. So this was in St. Louis, or no? This was after this is in New York. New York. So then See, you went we, to we St. Louis. We have an interesting journey. I was right? born in Northern California. I was born in Monterey. Okay. Harvey Brat. Then okay. we went to New York for a minute, Jamaica Queens, and then we went to St. Louis. Louis. Okay. So I claim St. Louis because that's you know that's where I spent most of my Saint years. St. Louis, all dressed in Louis. Okay. S- so S- no, when you started, is that when you kind of started to hone in on the skills of comedy? Did you? No, no, it wasn't until I got to L.A. I mean, I was in college, you know, clowning, but I didn't know stand-up comedy was a job. Right. I'd have been dropped. I'd have dropped out in the third grade. Man, <laughs> get out of school. I, I, can right. get, I can get paid for what I'm getting kicked out of class for. Yeah, yeah. So right. I didn't really find out until I actually saw my brother Joe on, like, Showtime at the Apollo. Okay, the right. Movie. When Showtime. I saw that, I was like, yeah, yeah. wow. Cause even though I knew who Eddie Murphy was and I knew, but I didn't, I didn't connect that with, like, that's a Comedy. job. There's something I right. could do. Right. Until my brother Joe, who, who blazed the trail first. Right, right. Yeah. Now, again, you were in St. Louis when he was in New York doing that show? Or- yeah, he, okay. he moved to L.A. My oldest brother, Ramon, moved to L.A. first. 
And then Joe moved a few years after that, and he started comedy in L.A. And Ramon was not doing comedy. No, no, he's okay. in military. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, he's, okay. he's, he's the smartest. The smartest right, how about that? He's the smart guy. Yeah, he's a, a lieutenant colonel. He was the one who followed my dad's footsteps. Okay. My dad was military. Okay. So, so, so yeah, Joe started first, man, and then I was like, wow, because I was always getting in trouble. I was like, you yeah. get paid for doing this? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then it was, you know, Joe did Def Jam. And boom, the rest was history. Right, right. Now, again, it's always funny, especially with teachers in school, because, you know, you get in trouble for the stuff, the same stuff yeah. you're doing, that same mm -hmm. timing and charisma and comedy, if you will. You get in trouble in, in school nowadays. Right. You never had a teacher say, you know what, I know I kind of sent you to the principal's office, but you should be a comedian one day. No, I had teachers say, you ain't never, you never going to mount to shit. <laughs> yeah, I do. I had teachers who, who, really? who put me out of class and... We're talking and too all of that, much right. and doing all yeah. this stuff. Yeah, and, and now when I Typical see Typical of what we tell our kids. You, you ain't going to do nothing. You ain't going to be nothing. You keep getting kicked out of right, class. Right, yeah. right, You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So, so I bought the school and I fired the bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal. That is the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> no, but I tell, I tell young, you know, people who got kids and they say their sons or daughters acting up, I say, yo... Put them in entertainment. Put them in acting classes, yeah. improv mm -hmm. classes, because yeah. that could they're, they're channeling that energy for, for a reason. reason. So instead yeah. of waiting till they get older and start, mm -hmm. start now. Yeah. And that right. energy, they'll learn how to bounce that energy energy out. So you got to recognize when your son or your daughter has has a gift. A friend of mine uh, told me it's someone to be a rapper. Mm -hmm. He's like, man, I don't want my son to be a rapper. I'm like, why not? Right. I said, I said. Yo, uh, find out how much studio time costs. Back him up. Have him do the history of hip hop rather than just rapping. Right. Have him do the back him because once you back your kid and 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 they see you got their back, mm -hmm. they're gonna they're gonna talk they're gonna talk to you more. Yeah. He came back to me two weeks later and said, "Man, I had a conversation with my son, mm -hmm. and now my son said, "Man, thank you." He comes to me about everything now. There it is. But if you say no, <laughs> go to school and all this, what's wrong with being a rapper? Yeah. You're doing it the right way. Look, right, look exactly. what rappers have yeah. done Jay-Z. Jay-Z, Ice Cube, Queen Latifah. They flipped their, their, yeah. they, right, they, right. their, their game. Dr. Dre, come on. Yeah, but and even, even up being a, a rapper, it's like, okay, maybe they get into the studio and end up being an engineer. Exactly. They, they can be, do other right. stuff yeah. besides rapping. There are rap, other elements to just rapping. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's I, like we talked, we had a conversation with uh, someone on the show, and you know they were just getting into acting. And so you know he was telling us, oh, you he was got his scene, and then... He forgot the line and he said cut. But that wasn't his job to no, say cut. No, no. You know what I <laughs> mean? So then he understood, like, okay, I'm not supposed to say that, but then there are other people in the studio, in the in on right. the set that has particular jobs relating see, to what he see, does. See, he yeah. can just every, doing his own stuff. <laughs> cut! <laughs> you know, this, ain't, this, ain't, this ain't social media. Just hit the button. You don't yell, cut. Right, right. Everybody <laughs> has sad. their position. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, that, and that's true, because I heard the story, you know, Big Sean told about when he told his mom he wanted to be a rapper, and his mom, who's a uh, former educator, was like, yo, okay, let's research it. I'll pay for the studio time. And, and he said that meant a lot. Mm -hmm. And so so instead of, as long as it's legal, right, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. back your child until, you know, they, they change their mind. Right. That's, right. Yeah, yeah. So in comedy and acting, yeah. right? So again, you know, you do both. Again, the comedian thing is one side of it. Yeah. Right? So what tells the comedian, you know, it's time to also get into the acting world? Like, for you, like, did it just, like, you know, kind of happen? Do they coincide? Well, yeah. How's the transition? Well, when you live in L.A. and you're in rent high, you better do something. Otherwise, you're going to be doing comedy and selling <laughs> <Yeah>. ass. <laughs> and you're going to go broke trying to sell some ass. Well, uh, some people haven't. <laughs> some people came up. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'd rather wait my time. Right. But, no, I mean, it's the natural progression. You start doing stand-up. You get a manager. 
Your manager helps you get an agent. I mean, this is how it worked for me. It don't right. work for everybody. My manager got me an agent. Your agent's like, okay, we're going to send you our own auditions. They want to see what you got. Right. It's a little different now because of social media and technology. Yeah. You, you can skip all those steps. Right. You but, can do stuff yourself on right. social media. You can yeah. do all of that. That's yeah. what I tell yeah. people all the time. When I travel and do comedy shows across the country, they're like, do I have to live in L.A. or New York? I said, no, you don't. Right. You got everything right here. I tell people, you know, I said, in your little city, find a crew of people. Find somebody who wants to write. Find somebody who want to direct. Find somebody who want to shoot. Find somebody who want to act. All y'all get together at like Voltron yes. and, 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 and write something for yes. the actor to, 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 you, to use. Write, uh, produce something that the producer can produce and a, uh, a director can direct. And then you got your own That's it. production. That's and now the start. writer got a sample of what they do. The actor got something for their reel. The director got something right. for their reel. The score got something for their reel. It's no excuses now not to, not to get put on. Well, let me ask you that, okay? Because that, that's the right way to do it yourself yeah but right. the person says to you no nah, i just want to come out to la and be in a big movie it don't Man, happen that right? right way so when they tell you that, some ass do, <laughs> do, you, do you automatically like okay this dude just don't get it or because again we know how they want the easier path there well, is no easier path well i mean they don't get it but it's up to you to explain it to them because of course if they don't know they don't know right. and then when you break it down to them like that they're like oh okay i thought it was just easy because they think you know, people just get put on overnight, but they don't see the grunt work. The grunt. They don't see the work you it, put in. They don't see right. the work you put in to get to the league. Right, they just right. see you already in the league, yeah. you know, or in college, but they don't see the grunt work. And right. and it's Everything. a lot of grinding in that. Right. A lot Everything of people, requires a lot of work. Oh, and sacrifice. Effort. Yeah, and Absolutely. put into it. And a lot of people want to take the shortcut. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No I shortcut. mean, even you know, we just talked about it earlier. I mean, um, even with sports, you know, people that see people, they see the success of them, whether it's, uh, like I said, whether it's monetary, mm. uh, whether it's physique-wise, right. anything, they see that and they want an instant right. that they want to take shortcuts, but the shortcuts are not going to sustain it. And short-lived. Right, mm. yeah. Short-lived. Yeah. And, that, and that happens in this industry with comedy all the time. And I love this new social media game where these, these, these people are getting off doing these sketches. That ain't easy to do. Right. The sketches mm. they do on these platforms are yeah. great. But then they want to come in and stand up, which I think is great too. But if right. you're gonna come in this arena, it's, a whole different it's world. real time. You gotta you grind. Can't, you gotta grind. You gotta put. This you gotta get arena. the reps in. Right. And, and, and when you all know, yeah. you time. gotta get the reps in. Yeah. You can't yeah. just you know go on stage and hold an audience for an hour and make mm. them laugh continuously for right. an hour, and you ain't put them reps in over the years yeah. of, of of doing shows. And grinding and bombing and yeah. dealing with drug dealer promoters who who got the money before they, the, the, the gun before they got your money. Yeah. You got to put them years and years and years of work. So I welcome all the social medians, as mm -hmm. Bob Sumner calls them, social mm -hmm. medians. Social media. I welcome them to hilarious. the stage. I love it. Mm -hmm. But but you got to get them reps in. So I what, what has so what has been your you know reason you've been so successful? Like what's behind this twenty five? My insecurities. 30? That's a lot I've been of doing it thirty years now, and and like Joe, my brother Joe is is talented. As hell and and very arrogant, very confident in his thing, right? Right. And me, lacking confidence, I I I I'm, I rely on my prep and working mm -hmm. hard, putting the reps in. Okay. You know, because when I first moved to L.A., you know, Joe was always like, "Hey, man, as long as you you know on your grind, you ain't gonna worry about paying rent." Okay, right, then. Right. I'm in comedy clubs every night. I don't give us a pizza parlor, doing jokes, a right. bar. I was on stage. Every night, at least mm -hmm. twice a night, six, seven days a week, grinding. I didn't want a Joe Choi's little brother. I got tired of that right. when I went to the same high school. I left the high school because I got tired of being little Joe. Went to a different one. Mm -hmm. When I go visit him at college, it was little Joe. So I went to a different college. Mm -hmm. 
So when I came to LA, it was just, you know, man, make your own name. Right, right. And so I was in, I was grinding. I didn't want to live off his money. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool, I'm I'm going to grind myself. So that's what it is, putting in the work. Right. I, I mean, insecurities, I mean, I think we all, as an athlete, you're faced with that. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we don't sometimes to say you're scared or you're fearful. It's not allowed. Again, but, <laughs> but it's okay. It's right, okay. But yeah. you have to be self-aware to know. That part. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's a human emotion. Mm-hmm. Don't Except look at it as somebody saying or you're recognizing that you're fearful or you're saying you're scared that you're going to be looked at as as, as weak. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? But, but see, that's that's the problem in black community, man. Right, right. We, 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 were raised, we were raised, we were raised like homophobic. Don't cry. We were raised, don't cry. <laughs> men, men, men don't cry. You little yeah. sissy, you little bitch. Man up, right. man up. So what happens is, is as a kid, as a black kid, you hold all that in. Yeah. And then so that's why stress is killing black men because you hold all that shit in. You, mm-hmm. ain't, you go to a gangbanging funeral and you see the dude walk up to a casket and mama in there, and he break down. Uh, 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 uh. Mm. He ain't cried since he was two. That's his right. first time. He ain't cried since he was seven. He been holding all that shit in for years, mm-hmm. yeah. and now he's like a futon. Uh, 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 you know, uh. I, call, I called you know, our, some of my best friends in high school. It's okay to group cry. Text, like me, Bree, and Terry, and Banks, right? And I hit him. I was like, you know what? The last two or three years, I've cried more than I have my whole life. And, I and was it's like, okay. Yeah. I don't I don't know why now. You know what I'm saying? It's like you start seeing the, the commercials or, you know, things that yeah. you're like, why am I crying now? But I didn't cry at this at 25 or 30 right, right, because right. we were in the environment that, that I had that, to yeah, be a tough that, guy. That, don't cry. Right, you know, yeah. all that stuff. Do you mean yeah. times I've been crying over the last two seasons because of my Lakers? <laughs> you cry. You go, you're going to continue to cry. Hey, hey. Well, that, we we about to put you into a crazy house because yeah. like, you right ain't now, going. At, hey, you ain't no coming out of that. You ain't lying, boy. You should be get your uh, endorsement. And my Rams, man. Right, right. Hey, but why are you a Lakers fan? You from St. Hey, Louis, though? Hey, you Magic gotta, Johnson. Okay, okay I'm ten years yeah. old, growing up in St. Louis. You know, back then that's all the games they showed: Lakers, Celtics, Sixers, and the Bulls. Yeah, and the yep. Bulls. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, and Magic. You know, I started watching him when he was at Michigan State, and I was like, "Oh, this dude, this dude, dope." And then he went to the league. I was like, "That's oh, Magic. That's, that's yeah, okay. That's my team." And I've been a, a fan ever since. Never jumped off the bandwagon. You know, I've been there through the Orlando Woodridge days and, the, <laughs> <laughs> and all the old Cooper, d- Cooper, all uh, them. But I'm, I'm a fan. Wow. And to the end, I root for what's on the front of the jersey, not the back. A lot of, okay. a lot of people are, like, oh man, when so and so left, but then, okay. but then you want a Laker fan. Okay, okay well, well, again, some, some, is, some uh, people, some people can make you become a fan and not become a fan. How um, if you if you for the name on the front of the jersey though? Okay, so if Magic would have left the Lakers and gone somewhere else, you would have. I still not, been a Laker fan. Really? Yeah, because yeah. Kareem was there too. Once I right. once Magic brought me right. to the Lakers, basically as a as a, right. as a fan, then I saw this dude Kareem like, oh, the Skyhook. My first okay. Laker jersey was a Kareem jersey I got from the thrift store. We grew up poor, so we, we, my mom went to the thrift store and I saw a Laker jersey. It's on a promotional like. It was, it was on the little Teddy Rexman doll. I remember hey, that. I you seen that too. You would have been rich to me because I ain't seen no jerseys in no thrift stores where I lived. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you would have been rich to me. We was rich. Rich. Let me let me ask you this as a Laker fan because again, right now they're two and something, three or whatever. Three, right? But this is what I don't understand. The first six minutes of the game, uh-huh. y'all be up by twelve, uh-huh. and y'all just. Really feeling yourself, yeah. really confident that y'all go win the game. Like of y'all going to the, ch- but it happens every game. Don't you know that y'all go lose the game? Hey man, look, 
I'm just like because y'all. No, we don't. There's the hope. high fives in it, it's the and they, they up thirty-three to sixteen, and they just high fiving and celebrating like they're about to go to the championship. Hey man, tell them it's and not then how the you start. Those, those are the those ain't this this year's Lakers. That was the Lakers when when uh, you know uh, Swaggy P was on the team. <laughs> And, I mean, and even Kobe. they had a better record than what y'all had got right now. You a Laker fan too, T. Don't act nah, like you were a Laker fan, man. I, I was a, I was a Kobe fan. Okay, I was a Kobe fan. I was never. I, I no, no, no doubt. I rooted for the Lakers when Kobe was playing. I don't really have an affection for the Lakers. Lakers I mean, I, I watch them. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, we know LeBron is a phenomenal uh, yeah, talent. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But it's hard to watch them struggle. You know what I mean? Oh, it's tough. Because again, but I still watch. But again, he's yeah. the reason why they're not where they are. Because he pretty much handpicked the guys last year. And then look at all the guys that they he got rid of for the guys, some of the guys that are on the team now and, and yeah. not on the team yeah, last here's year. My, here's my thing. Kyle here's, Kuzman, here's, 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 Julian Randle, uh, Jordan here. Clarkson. Uh, uh, Ball, Alonzo Ball, Alonzo Russell, yeah, um, Ingram, Caruso, Josh Hart, Caruso. All I can go on. Here's the Lakers' guys. problem. I think we draft well, we don't develop well. Right. We live in a city where we right. want to win now, now. and and no, no, the no, patience no. could they be a little dra- bit better. No, it they drafted well, as that's you what said, said but we don't develop said. well. But they didn't give them time to develop. That's what I'm saying. We don't but develop right well. Because I mean. LeBron did that. Well, it, it, it was now happening before LeBron, before LeBron got there. No, it was happening before LeBron. No. Randall was, Randall was gone. Not, Rand- Randall, no, Randall no. and Angelo and, and, and Russell was gone before LeBron got there. You can't believe LeBron. But again, but they were in a development stage. Right, right. But we got a championship out of LeBron and AD. That's not a championship. Why is that not a championship? It was a bubble. Okay, hold on, hold on. Can I have the floor? Can I have the floor? Can I have the floor? You can have the floor. Say why it counts. First of all, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team had level playing field. No, no one had to level. listen. No one had to travel. No one had home court it's advantage. Hold up. No one had home court advantage. Okay. Here's the if you're gonna put an asterisk by the Lakers bubble year, the championship, mm-hmm. then put a put an asterisk by the strike year of the Spurs, because that wasn't a full season the strike either. Year. Oh, no, was they that? had a strike. Uh, yeah. they had one year. It was a shortened NBA, season. Shortened no, no, that was the, that was doing yeah, Duncan. Seven, and seven, that was the Tim Duncan years. Yeah, that was the Tim Duncan years and all them years. Put an asterisk by that championship. Okay. Also put a championship by all, a lot of the early Celtics championship. When the Celtics got most of the championships, is before they had a playoff system. Okay. It was just whoever had the best record in this league. And that play, the so no playoff. There was yeah. no free agency, yeah. so players stayed there for the whole five, six, seven years and developed. There was no brothers in the league. Yeah. 
<laughs> at all. And so, so That's put where it Ashley by, and, and, and it was fewer teams. They played fewer games. Yeah, so if you go put Ashley by the bubble, put Ashley by all about ten of them Celtic championships. Okay, hey, I will. Oh, he, he was prepared for that. <laughs> no, he was ready for that. He was ready for that. He was ready. Home record. Yeah, yeah, he was ready. <laughs> okay, yeah. let me see how that. I didn't know we were gonna talk about this today. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. We Yeah, we sent you out. Yeah, we gonna talk about that. We 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 got your rundown about the course. Man, picture of your little sister naked. That's what you sent me. He didn't see no listen. What we gonna talk about today? I don't have a little sister. I was ready for that conversation anytime because there's Laker haters everywhere. No, I'm not hating. Not you. No, no, I'm not. I'm not hating. I'm not Laker. I'm not a Laker hater. I'm a Clipper hater though. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. Man, y'all Clipper blue. You got on Clipper blue though. And I, Tyron Lue is my guy. It's really the fans. Clipper fans. Let me tell you something. I don't care if my mama played for the Clippers. I ain't rooting for them. I hope she get a triple double, but goddamn, I hope they lose. Hope they lose. Man, I can't stand the Clippers. What man. About really? The, you got you got Clipper colors. Ain't no Clipper today. colors, man. I don't even like Clipper Daryl, man. But but why? You're not again. Because, 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 I tell you LA. why. I tell you why. Because when when we were down, yeah. When the Lakers were down those years, the Clipper fans going around. We like, run like, LA. Like this we year. run LA. Like we this run year. LA. Hold up, y'all ain't got. Help us decorate the Staples Center or the Crypto Wait, Center. You know they ain't got no. Hold up, they ain't got no curtains up. They ain't got no championship banners. They have no division banners. No retired jerseys. Taylor Swift. Got two manners hanging up <laughs> in, the, in the crypto center, and the Clippers ain't got not one. Yeah, Tell us, Swift got two banners. The Kings got two, two or three banners. That's the right. Lakers got sixteen of them. That's all right. We we about to get a, our own arena. Yeah, yeah right we want y'all. You, we you're want y'all out so bad. I, you, I, you're more of a Clipper fan than you are a Laker fan. Yes, because of my boy who's the head trainer for the Clippers, Jason Powell. I know Jason. Yeah, Jason's yeah, good people. Yeah, good people. Tyron Ron Lue, my cat. That's yeah, me before former Laker. Yeah. I got, June so, 6, 2001, when Iverson stepped over him. That was the date. No. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But I'm telling you, that's my guy, but it's the, it's the Clipper fans. Uh, uh, really? Uh, uh, Marcellus Wiley. And, and his Marcellus, big shout out to Marcellus, big my man. Grimace from McDonald's looking ass. Sit down, Mark. Hey, Grimace. They, are they, are the Clippers fans that bad, dude. dog? Huh? Are they bad, that bad? The Who? Clippers fans? What? They're not really. I, I, I thought, I thought I you guys. I thought the Laker fans were just as bad. Yeah. But we, if we are, we have right to be. You we have a right to be. I see what you're we saying. We got 17 uh, rings. So okay. you got a reason to poke your chest Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Clippers fans got no reason to poke their chest out. But let me tell you something. When they win their first championship, they, we're going to shut the town down. I might get on the float. <laughs> I might get on the floor. You're gonna, you're gonna be 90, but you'll be able to. Uh, wow, you're gonna be on the float. I thought like the last two years, last three years, having the Clippers not. Oh, they, they, they killed us. They own us. So, yeah. why, but how, so how can you have that? Like the 49ers own the Rams, but, but we got the, the rings. Thing, right, that's the only thing. They matter. Matter. always the we got the rings. That's their, right, that's the only way they shut a lot of those fans up. Exactly. They're gonna bring up what they have and what the Clippers don't have. Well, I mean, no. rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, when the Clippers you, are, you, you, T.O., no you can do the same would... thing. If anybody ever want to have anything <laughs> negative to say about your career, you can say, I got that jacket, though. Yeah, true. You, you yeah, can say, I, mean, I got that right. jacket, yeah, though. True. Say what you want. It's like, uh, uh, team obliterator. Yeah. I got that jacket, yeah. though. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So they, you, and, you, and then they tried. They didn't want to give I, me that. I know, I know. But, I know. hey, they can't stop what God got in store for you, though. And God loved the Lakers. 
Oh my god! I almost threw up in my mouth. Oh my god! So look. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so you do you ever talk about the Clippers or the Lakers in your comedy? Com- Absolutely. Really? If, if you Google Shaq roast. Oh, so I know you do the roast. Right. <laughs> do you kind of like doing roast more than stand up comedy? No, stand up. I, I love I love roast. I think it's hilarious. I mean, it's part of roasting is is a special skill, right. but it's 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 under the umbrella stand up. Okay. Have you right. ever been in the room to create a roast? To yeah. create, okay, I don't understand how people say yes to these things. I did, I did a roast for my 50th birthday party. I did it. And no, uh, who got roasted? You got, I roasted, got roasted, though. Yeah. yeah. So, how did, I mean, why you let somebody just talk about your worst fears in life? Because for I, have an a, hour? I have a really great body of work to say, I got them rings. You can say oh, what you okay. want to say, okay. but I got the movie so, Life. Okay. I got the right. movie American History X. Yeah. I got the Fat Tuesday documentary out. I got okay. uh, dramas, comedies, you name it. I got Def Jam. I was a host of Kings of Comedy Tour, the very first host of Kings of Comedy Tour. I got, I got a resume. Got rings, so I, right. And I got thick skin. And I dish it. So if I dish it, you gotta I dish, be able to I gotta take, be able to take. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I, you, you talk about roast. I just went to, I was just in Houston, and uh, Joe was part of the the, the comedy Oh, uh, yeah, Scarface. Yeah, Scarface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, and it was so hilarious. Joe, so Joe, hilarious. Joe's, Joe's roast are funny. Man, man. Roast are d- funny. Yeah. Dude, it was so funny, man. And, and it what what's so unique and I find very fascinating about comedians, you guys can adjust on the fly. You have like, to, right? Like just at a drop of a dime, you just kind of just keep it going. Like no matter what, you just it, it, it goes as if it's part of the show. And why I say that is because Scarface obviously they, they were talking about he's fifty, what a fifty something, and he you know obviously his bladder. You know they start right. talking about his kidney, bladder, yeah, bladder right, right. So literally during he started performing. <laughs> And bro, he just literally had to go in the he bathroom. Left. He went to the bathroom, <laughs> literally in the middle of the show. And I, hey, he fifty. And like, nobody that. really didn't know. And I'm like, yo, where did he just go? So Joe <laughs> just got he 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 just got up, got the microphone, and just started. Just That's ad libbing. That's yeah. Joe. And then he was like, That's I don't funny. know where Scarface he just went, but you know, I think he went to the bathroom and he started making a little, <laughs> little a rap song out of the it. bathroom. Yeah. He said, your 50 year old bladder had to go to the bathroom. He started doing just- scanning with that 50 year old bladder. I don't know yeah. what he said, but that's what I was Right, but he just ad libbed, man. It, and it's so amazing to see, you know, I mean, how, you just, is that just instinctive? You just gotta have comedy chops. Well, what is that? What is that about like, comedian? It's, it's everything we talked about earlier. Getting those reps in, but also being just in the moment. Let's say same thing you all do as receivers. It's like you know the route breakdown. You you instinctively you know right. where to go to, to help your quarterback out. Right. You don't even think about it. Right. right. So it's, 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 it's but so so with stand up, we grow up on the school bus cracking jokes every morning in the class mm-hmm. cracking jokes, even off stage cracking jokes. So it's a muscle. Right. Yeah. So what it's about hecklers? So oh, hecklers. come on, man. So do you, you go? Them? Do you go into it knowing that there tonight there may be a heckler? No, uh, you never no, know. you don't. You right. don't. You just be ready for it. One of the first things my brother taught me about stand up is like, when it comes to a heckler, have no feelings, no conscience. Right. So when do you know when it's going bad for you? There's a time when the audience like, okay, enough is enough. You know, when, right. when you want to get back to the show. Right, You know right, what I'm saying? Right. You we, we're here to see him, not yeah. the Yeah, and sometimes you got to know when to lose. I remember being at Fat Tuesdays one time, and uh, Snoop was in there. Snoop and, and his boy Sean Dog and the Dog Pound was in there. And Snoop had a new album coming out, right? And it was like, guys, Snoop got that new album coming out, man. Uh, we can, we'll get you one. You want to tape a CD? I was like, man, give me a CD. And Sound Dog goes, CD's nuts, nigga. <laughs> and the audience just lost it. Yeah, timings was perfect, but perfect. Right? Yeah. And instead of me trying to like be a winner, like, uh, I said, I was like, 
coming to the stage. Yeah. You gotta know, you gotta know when to take the L. Yeah, right. Don't want to take the L. Right. Sometimes taking the L by taking the L, you take a W. Yeah, you because me trying yeah. to like come back and 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 I wasn't gonna reach. I you knew gonna I wasn't that. gonna reach that level of laughter. Yeah. So let's bring the next comedian up to a high yeah, to right. a high level of laughter yeah. and keep the show moving Absolutely. and take the L. A lot of people smart. don't want to take the L. Yeah, right. Yeah, you gotta be smart. So you did a, a great movie, one of my favorite movies of all time, American History X. Oh right. Yeah, the, man. The, the before I got my teeth fixed. That was before I got my teeth fixed. Right. You yuck mouth in that man. Right. So, <laughs> but again, it, the, the topic was serious, right? I'm sure on set it was serious, right? Oh, man. But were you doing comedy during the, you know, back offset? Like to to kind of offset really the seriousness of uh, of where you guys were, the state or the moment you guys were in. But that's why they booked me. They, they saw me at Fat Tuesdays. Okay. They right. came to see Tommy Davidson. Uh-huh. And I went on, and my subject matter was about how stupid racism is on either side. Mm-hmm. So they end up offering me to roll over Tommy. I'm sure I was a lot cheaper too. I'm pro that had something. Yeah, it was like 13 <laughs> yeah. cents. And, and I looked more like a prisoner than Tommy because my teeth, was, my mouth was all jacked up. But um, but no, it was a, they, they brought me in for the comic relief. They brought me in, but but as a as an actor, you know the seriousness of what that film was. Mm-hmm. I had to at times take that comedy ego, right? Throw it out the window. Right. And play the dark side. Because that's what... Uh, comedians can make some great, great dramatic actors if we take our comedy ego out the way out and tap it. into our dark. Because we're dark motherfuckers anyway. We're right. dark. That's You're why telling we do dark. Up. That's why it's funny to us. Right. Yeah. We, 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 we it do hurts comedy, you, but it's funny to us. Yeah, we, we do comedy to, 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 to mask that dark area. So mm-hmm. if you can take your comedy ego and not try to go for the joke every time and play the role honest... Then we make great dramatic actors. And in that movie, I had to know when to try to be funny and when not to. But a lot of it was ad-lib. Like, like mm-hmm. the director was like, guy, I trust you. Go. go, go. Just go. Just go. Right, right. But when they say cut, were you like, comedian came back and no. you guys are over there? No. Because right, it was such a heavy yeah. topic. And plus, right? I was the only brother on set a lot of days. They had no blacks on the crew. Yeah. No mm-hmm. grips, no lighting, wow. no craft services. And they had real skinheads. Like the director mm-hmm. who was Jewish... Who he wanted the real feel, so he had just enough to be as scared as, as, as well. He, he they they like would bust in like I don't know two or three hundred skinheads from Orange County, California, man. Right. Wow. And uh, did you get to know any of those guys? Hell no. They, man, let me tell you something. They, <laughs> those was real. They couldn't skinheads. wait to say the word nigga. They was yeah. warming up. Nigga, 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 nigga. They wanted they wanted to rehearse. They had he had one line. He had one line. They, they, they rehearsed nigga. Really? That's the only line you got. You want to rehearse? Y'all got. It. They couldn't wait to say nigga. So to oh so a lot of the stuff, man. Uh, a lot funny. of the days on the set, man. I was just like. You know, out. You know, every every uh, uh, Brooks was in the movie too, but we we didn't shoot a lot of scenes together. Right, so, so he we wasn't were, there at this. He wasn't there a lot of times. So no, a lot of days, no. I was the only colored on yeah. the set, literally, mm-hmm. other than uh, the director um, Stanley K. Right. Now, again, uh, that that movie was absolutely fantastic. I still to this day tell people to go check out American man. History X. I mean, man. especially in today's time, what it is, it's like it's, I never, I've never seen it. You definitely oh, got to. You're gonna see my old teeth, man. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. I saw that movie on on seventy millimeters. Like, I gotta get my mouth fixed. <laughs> <laughs> so that so take us to okay. If you wanna be the best comedian or the best actor, like get, if you can only have one, you can't have both. Let's say if it's gonna be open at the box office. Let's say would it be a stand up comedy show or the biggest movie? Stand up comedy show. Really? Yeah, because if I say something foul, and they wanna cancel me, stand up. I can always go on the road and do stand up. Mm-hmm. Even if even if the, the comedy club say, oh, we're not going to hire you, 
I can rent my own ballrooms and hotels and rent my own venues and put my own comedy show on. And if my, if my core friends rock with me, then they rock with me. Mm-hmm. But that's why I've never stopped doing stand-up. A lot of stand-ups start doing stand-up to reach success, and they stop wow. doing stand-up, and then they try to come back to stand-up, yeah, and yeah. then they try to pick up where they left off, but that was the 90s. And it's like you got to you got to change your, your 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 point of view and your energy of stand up has to change with the times, and and so 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 stand up was the girl who brought me to the dance. So I'm gonna stay loyal to the bitch who brought me to the dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give give it, who what advice would you give somebody trying to be a comedian? Like, uh, first of all, I would say get? don't try. Don't to be do comedian. it. Right. I know. Be it. No. Be it. Do it. Don't, I don't try anything. He's okay. asking for himself. You well, know, you're funny looking. Yeah. That that is that's I, a given. I could definitely yeah. be a comedian, yeah. but I, I just I, I can't go on stage. You got to get on stage. You got to put the reps it's in. The stage. That's the, that's it's why the... that's why Eddie Murphy wants to come back, but Eddie Murphy is smart enough to know that he has to be on stage yeah. every night. Yeah. You got to get those. You got to get the timing back. The get comedic the, timing. And, and, and he's fun. He's he's never gonna lose his funny. Right. right. And and I remember he was. I think he was attempting to go out uh, right before the pandemic because yeah. Netflix had made yeah. that deal. And you know, some people from his team was calling me. Was like, "Yo, Eddie, was, what is? How is it like that?" Because I I start going back out during the pandemic, and like, what's the climate out there? And I was like, "Well, you know, they got the table spaced away. They got right. people in masks." And I said, "If, if I was Eddie, because Eddie is a recluse, he does he does it, you know." I would get a sprinter van mm-hmm. and drive up to the to the comedy club or the venue, stay in it until it's time for him to call you on stage. Walk Go straight. In. From the from the sprinter van to the stage, mm-hmm. say goodnight, walk straight out, back to the sprinter van, back to your private jet, and on to the next city. Right. That way you don't have contact right, right. because during that time during COVID, you know, you didn't want any contact anyway. Right. But it's it's you but you have to get on stage and put the reps in. Right. Whether it be a comic club where Kevin uh Hart usually does it is is in smaller uh, theaters in, in in C markets or B mm-hmm. markets where it's not getting ready for his tour, which is smart. So he's doing the mm-hmm. comedy club thing just on and more, doing more people at one time, right. but you, but he even knows you got to put those reps in. Chappelle, then you got to put those reps in. So being a comedian, when you're on the set of life, right? Oh, did man. you get any advice from Eddie what? or Martin Lawrence regarding stand up, not the acting? Right. You're on the, you know. But, let's not forget. You, let's not you, forget Bernie Mac. Uh, yeah, Ooh, Bernie, boy, that's well, my everybody. Favorite. Yeah, Bernie. So, my, so doing life, yeah, we yeah, shot yeah, life. Yeah. I was the host of the Kings of Comedy tour. Right. It was me, Cedric, right. Bernie, and Steve. I was only doing comedy five years. And and Dio hadn't joined yet, mm-hmm. so I was with Bernie, practically more than anybody else. Cause we shot, we shoot life during the week, and then on the weekend we go out and do the Kings of Comedy tour. So I was mm. uh, Bernie took me on his wing, and I learned awesome. a lot from Cedric and and, 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 and Steve Harvey Mack, and those man. guys. And awesome. and so on the set of on the set of life, man, I asked Eddie Murphy. Uh, I said, "Hey, man, what what made you cross over? What made you be more than just a black comedian?" And he said, "Man, when I just stand there was no BET, there was no Def Jam, right." It was only white clubs. I had it, it wasn't no choice. It was like yeah, that's all I had. That's all I had. <laughs> and I was like, wow. That's 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 that that was crazy. And then Bernie, of course, Bernie was always like, man, just be yourself. Mm. He's he, it's funny because he gave me the same advice Tupac used to give me when I first got out here. He was like, get out your brother's shadow, do your own thing, make a name for yourself. Mm-hmm. Quit trying to be Joe. Mm-hmm. And 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 Bernie would say the same thing because he had toured with Joe with the Def Comedy Jam tour. So he's he knew seen Joe. Him. Well, yeah. yeah. So he's like, you know, find your own voice. You know, tell your story. Yeah. Give me your give me your uh, your don't, top. Don't five. do that. Don't do that, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. that, man. You have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. My coming yeah, Mount Rushmore. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, Mount yeah. Rushmore me, plus yeah, one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you know, and like I said, this is yours. I yeah, mean, you're a yeah. professional. You're, yeah, you're not absolutely, wrong. absolutely. Well, everybody, yeah, everybody has. Joe inspired me to do stand up comedy on Def Comedy Jam. 
Big he, bro. He's on there. So he's on there, okay, uh, okay. without a doubt. Absolutely. Uh, I like George Carlin. Okay. For his political points of view. Point of view, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I like um, Whoopi Goldberg. You know, she's wow. uh, mm. not considered, like, considered herself a stand-up, but her characters. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Mom Mabley is the same thing because she was a boss with her business, mm-hmm. you know. But, wow. you know, Cosby, pre-Peel Bill, <laughs> pre-Peel Bill, because it's storyteller. Pre- you know, Pill. Martin Lawrence, because <laughs> his, his, his energy, his, <laughs> his energy and, 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 and how he, you know, these yeah. are my peers, you yeah. know. Yeah. Of right. course, as I started studying comedy and everybody, I started studying Richard Pryor, yeah. you know. I even studied a new, I mean... Chappelle started when he was 13. So I, I learned of oh, Chappelle. I was like, wow. Chappelle started at 13 and, and used to open for Sinbad. Sinbad wanted to take, saw Chappelle mm-hmm. and had to go ask uh, Chappelle's parents for permission to take him on the road. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But, and, but so it's like I studied the craft, man. Chris wow. Rock for his political satire and his. Man, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of comics, man. So Eddie Murphy is still, to me, we just okay. asked for five. I know, man. That's why I said it's hard. <laughs> I mean, it's impossible. I mean, you don't know five? I, I mean, don't, we'll man. We'll go over shapes I'm going to public school, next man. Next time. <laughs> yeah. So Joe, George, Whoopi. No. He's not going to say those are his top five. He's just But gonna, those are the ones who, there's early ones. In no order. And, I mean, and, I'm just and, giving. And prior. Right. Oh, Lenny Bruce, man. Lenny Bruce was way before his time, man. Lenny Bruce was a beast. He was he, he was getting arrested for his stand-up. He was doing what we do now mm-hmm. back Back then in the sixties, wow. and it was illegal. He read the newspaper about articles on him, and and then the police would come in and arrest him right right on stage. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Lenny Bruce was a beast. Check out a movie called Lenny, played by Dustin Hoffman. Lenny. Okay. Yeah, it's called Lenny. Lenny Bruce was way before his time. Probably I'll tell you about Lenny Bruce. That's Damn. crazy. Okay, so if you had to do another Kings of Comedy, right? Ooh. Who would you? Twenty twenty two Kings of Comedy. Who would you take on the road? There's other that's got to be Like a other. regular team, uh, Kings of Comedy and then do like a short people Kings of Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the regular Kings of Comedy and, and, and the other Kings are are in there. They're, they're good. They're already Kings. Yeah. So, and, 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 and the ones about to mention the Kings too, but I mean, Chappelle, you would take Chappelle. Rock, okay. Kevin. Those three right there. That's it. No, 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 no. Some more. That's it. You can't have uh, well, five okay. people coming on. I would the host. Show is and, I, and I would host it. You're the host. Okay. Well, I'm the host. The comedy had how many? Had four. They had four. But I was I was going to say he's... He's one of the four? Yeah, I was saying... I'm the ho- I would host but it. But you're going to host it. Okay. I would host it. Yeah, I would love to host it. You put some more in that group with them. Bro, some more is funny. Some I agree. I, I some more. Yeah, some you more. Yeah. Some more yeah. is, is funny. The, is she the funniest female comedian out right now? She's one of the funniest comedians, period. Male or female. Bro, she's funny. Bro, she's funny. Again, why don't you do that? Why can't you put that together? Yeah, why, yeah, why, I mean, has, just, why just hasn't there been perspective. a reincarnation of that? Well, well Kevin, Kevin uh, Chappelle and Rock did do some dates together. That's right, they did. You know, they did some dates together. I was hoping, like, you know, hey, you need a host. Right, right. You know? Um, what do you mean and, and they, get some, they put some dates together? They did, they, they they did some dates. The they, 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 they did some dates. Comedy. They did some shows. Together. together. Yeah, but they didn't do when? a whole tour. Last year? You would need, you would need, a, you would need Wimbley Stadium. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah right, but, I, but it wasn't again. But everybody knew about Kings of Comedy, so I don't really know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they were just too. testing it out. Was well, back then, from that, what I understand, right? I mean, at the, the Kings of Comedy with Cedric, Bernie, and Steve, those guys, and, and DL was too at DL, the same time. Mm-hmm. But but before DL though, right. those guys were selling out five thousand seats by themselves. Mm. So Walter Latham, who created the Kings of Comedy tour. Um, said, you know what? Do y'all want to work smarter and not harder, harder yeah. for 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 doing less time and make 
you know, Way triple the money. money yeah. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And at that time, I mean, and Chris Tucker was doing big numbers too, but Chris was like, ah, I don't need other people to help me sell tickets. All right, I'm good. But but it wasn't about Cedric and them needed people help selling tickets. It's like, yo, I can I can I can only do a half hour versus uh, an hour and make triple the money mm-hmm. and 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 not have the burden of selling tickets by myself. Oh, I'm in. That's an easy, right. easy. That's an easy win. And me, I was the young one of the group. I was only doing comedy five years. Those guys had ten plus, fifteen years in. I was more like the prince of the kings of comedy tour. Mm-hmm. And when I toured with them a whole year, we did fifty-two dates, man. At the end of that, I was like, was tired. I need to get. No, I wasn't tired. Really? I was like, I need to go to the gym. I need to get in the comedy clubs mm. because I was a comic. When I finished, the, I wanted to become a comedian. There's a, di- there's a difference between a comic and a comedian. Okay. A comic says funny things. A comedian makes things funny. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You don't know what a com- you don't know who a comic is. I'm you know a, they're I'm funny. A, I'm a but comedian. a comedian, you know no, their life, not. their vulnerabilities. No, I'm a comedian. No, you're not. That, that's, that was <laughs> no, that was my not. struggle. That was my internal no, struggle. You, was, no, you're you not. weren't vulnerable. You weren't willing no, to, 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 yeah. to open, open yourself up. up and and talk about yourself. Yeah. And 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 let the world see who you are. And when you do that, they see him. They see him. They see him. They just don't give. <laughs> yeah, they see Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, you gotta make y'all. fun of yourself. I I, you gotta make fun of yourself. I'll just make fun of you. That's all I need. Nah, I mean, I'll be, yeah, I'll be. Oh, you know what? And, and and you know what? I left somebody off that tour hmm. that should be on that cat. Cat, cat Williams. Cat Williams, Ooh, man. Boy, yes. Cat sir. Williams is another, I mean, I would take me off and put Cat on there. Man. To be honest. Wow, cat, cat, that's good. People wow. don't know Cat. That's cats, very admirable. I'll take me off because cat, cat IQ is 160. People don't understand that. Cat's a genius. He knows what that he's papers. doing. That, I agree with him. He, yeah. he knows yeah. these are certain things yeah. he's doing for his career. I agree. Yeah. Cat, and cat, I think Dave Chappelle is like that too. Oh, Dave Chappelle is a genius too. Yeah. Well, that'll be that's that'll be crazy for them. And so to is be Rock. Like, they're, all, they're, all, they're all they're so, all geniuses. So let, let's go. Let's go. This, I mean, this why is what, can't things we like need this, this the come world together? Needs this. The world does need this, right? right now. Especially with so much going on today. Oof, I mean, we're man. losing people left and right, young, Yo. old, most mostly young. Yeah. And I heart just attacks, think, health, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, a lot of I mean, great comedians and comedians. Right. I mean, I think I just think yeah. To his point, like, why can't this happen? Is it egos? Why can't we, like I said, make this happen? Because, like I said, the world needs the black community needs this right now. So yeah, so let's let's change that to it. I would make who's who's the, who's the better host out of all of those? Uh, Chappelle host? hosted his own show. Chris Rock's a good host. He hosted Def Comedy Jam and All Star Def Comedy Jam. Um, I would I would I would put one another host, and I will and I'll, I'll open up. I'll come on for everybody and bring the host on. Bring it. Bring I'm going to be a part of that damn tour. Right. Yeah, you know, I'll come beat. on and do a hot-ass 20 and then bring the host up. Warm right. him up. Yeah, right. sit down yeah. 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 Hey, hey, hey. You know, bow down. Yeah. Bow down. Right. That. I mean, that that needs to happen, man. You know what I mean? It needs to happen. I mean, because I think everybody's been waiting on it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because if, 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 if you that massage was like all those egos. 2000. Yeah. 2000? Yeah. What year was that? Kings of Comedy was... 2000. Yeah, it was 2000. Like 2000. Yeah, that's been some years ago. 20 I remember, years. I remember because they had one of the shows in Oakland. Yeah. And I went to, boy, let me tell you, I Which one? Now, you went when, when DL was on it? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. we did Oakland, when I was on it, we did two shows in Oakland. Man, um, I'm talking about, dude, I've never laughed so mm-hmm. hard to where it hurt. I didn't want to laugh anymore. The host, ha- the host has to be Jamie Foxx. Oof. But Jamie, see, Jamie as is a, a host, uh, the not why, the comedian. Yeah, but the reason why I didn't say Jamie because Jamie's not doing stand up anymore. 
Right. That's he, a, as a all, host. all these guys are still yeah. actively doing stand up. Yeah. But he can, but with Jamie, yeah, doing Jamie, 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 he don't need to be on that. He's on the stage every day. Right. He's on that customer like Cat Williams and Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he's talented as hell. Right. He can just. He's like a triple threat. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Right. Do comedy and yeah. can act. There right. Is. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to have somebody man. like that. Like, it, it, it needs to happen, be, man. Like, and, yo, and I'm basing these names off of who's really moving those type of tickets these days. Right. Because that's, that's the other thing. Right. You got it. You got it. Because there's some guys who are just as funny, if not funnier, but. They they they're not the household names yeah, like like those yep. five right, right, or right. those four. Those are legends. So when you think of promo, if I put my promoter hat on, who's gonna sell out Wembley Stadium? Literally, who's gonna sell out a hundred? What? Yeah, who's gonna sure. sell so out five. Wembley Stadium? Yeah, who's gonna sell, who's gonna sell out, out so far? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so those names, I mean, and some of them can do it by themselves, but they, you know they don't they don't need that pressure. Yeah. You put all of them on, it's 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 that, that's a good it's a time. done deal. Yeah, it's a fun right, time. Right. It's a done deal. Well, let everybody know where they can find you on social media, man. Hey, you can find me uh, on stand social up. media at Guy Two. I am stand up. <laughs> you can find me. Uh, so, but check out my documentary, Fat Tuesdays, on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's P H A T Fat Tuesday, air hip hop comedy, directed by the great Reggie Hudlin, uh, co-produced um, by Kelsey Grammer and myself, and it stars you know Snoop Dogg, it stars Tiffany Haddish, Chappelle, Cedric, Steve Harvey, my brother Joe. You name it, they're in this. That's Chris Tucker, George Wallace, uh, Anthony hey, Anderson. Big names. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's a really great piece. If you love stand up comedy, mm-hmm. black, white, green, whatever, you're gonna love this documentary. It's the great, and you all have been to um, Fat Tuesdays, mm-hmm. so I'll send y'all. You, you, we, I got I got proof. I got receipts that they've been <laughs> to Fat Tuesdays. They know the electri- <laughs> electricity that was oh, yeah. in Fat Tuesday. Nick Cannon's yeah. also in the in, in in the documentary. We found time in between him making babies to get him to get him for a sit down. <laughs> Boy, and, y'all uh, had to really get it yeah, in there. Quick, it was quick. Yeah, he got it in. So we had it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bob Saget's one of the last interviews Bob Saget did. He's oh, in the documentary man. Rest as well. In peace, yeah. So it's a great piece on, on stand up comedy, man. Period. You'll love it. Uh, uh, and that's what I'm most proud of right now, is, is that work. Congratulations. Thank you. We have it, ladies and gentlemen. Guy Corey. Yard. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.